Hi, I'm Randy Weddle. I'm your host for Creation Anew. I pastor two churches in Indiana, Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I also pastor Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And this podcast is designed to challenge both believers in Jesus Christ and those who don't believe. I want to challenge believers to grow in their faith. And I want to challenge non-believers to take a serious look at the Bible. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here. I'm so glad to have you on the Creation Anew podcast with me. Welcome aboard. Um, We are studying the book of Galatians, and we find ourselves at chapter 3, of Galatians. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to uh, Galatians. We're going to go to chapter 3, and we're going to read verses 10 through 14. That's the text that we have here. So let's go right into things. For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous man shall live by faith. However, the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practices them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree in order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Well, let's talk about some some bad news and some good news. Now remember the situation uh, going on at, at Galatia was that there were people that uh, were teaching that you have to be a follower of the Mosaic law in addition to believing in Jesus. You have to do those things in order to be saved. So we're talking about the law and following the law as opposed to faith. And so Paul is is trying to talk to these people in Galatia, this church that's being confused, and, and trying to show them that it's faith in Christ that saves an individual from their sin. And he starts off in our text and he, he gives bad news. And what is the bad news? Well, the bad news is that God requires perfection. Are you perfect? I, I know I'm not. If you're not perfect, well, that means that you are a sinner, that you are affected by a curse, a curse of rebellion against God. I am too, by the way. We are infected, which, by the way, is much more deadly than any other sickness, disease, virus, anything. And Paul starts off with the bad news, and he says, essentially, that what God requires is perfection. How does he say that? Well, He says this, 
Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. In other words, if you want to live by the law of Moses, if you think that's what's going to get you to heaven, you have to do it perfectly. Otherwise, if you break one part of the law, you've broken the whole law. Now, why would I say that? Well, in James chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, James says this, For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point, he has become guilty of all. For he who said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not commit murder. Now if you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So, if you are going to try to get to heaven by, by your own works, <clears throat> in this case, for the Galatians, it was to follow the law of Moses. If you're going to try to get to heaven by your own works, you've got to be perfect. You can never fail. Uh, let me ask a question. <laughs> okay, I know the answer from me already. Have you ever failed at being good? I have. I have failed several times. And you have too. That's because we cannot follow the Ten Commandments perfectly. We can't follow the, the ceremonial law of Moses perfectly. Have you ever read the ceremonial law? Holy cannoli! I don't know how you could get anything else done. To be acceptable in God's eyes, you had to, you had to eat certain things. You had to wash a certain way. If if certain uh, issues happen in life, you've got to wash yourself, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. It would be more than a full-time job. And for someone to try to follow the ceremonial law. That's humanly impossible. But let me say this. Let's look at the Ten Commandments. Have you ever followed the Ten Commandments perfectly? Have you always honored your parents? Have you only worshipped God? Have you ever coveted something that you shouldn't have? Have you ever wanted or desired something that you shouldn't have? Yeah, well, guess what? If you've done things like that, have you ever lied? Yeah, well, that's a big one right there, huh? If you've done any of those things just once, you've broken the whole law. That's what James says here. And that's why the Apostle Paul says, Look, <laughs> you're cursed if you don't abide by all things written in the book of the law. If you don't perform them perfectly, you're cursed. Hey, you and I are under a curse. And, and, and it comes from our sin, which makes us disobey God. We break God's laws, and the penalty for that is death. We're under that curse. So stay with me. We're talking about bad news here. Okay? Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The human condition is that we have rebelled against God, we have broken His law, and we do not hit the mark of God's glory. In other words, we're not divine. We are broken. 
does that describe you? It it describes me. I mean, I've I, I am a sinner, or I was a sinner. I'll explain that here in just a little bit. You see, sinners are under a curse. Ezekiel says this. Ezekiel eighteen four says, "Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the father as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul who sins will die." That's what I talked about, the, the death penalty. That is the curse of rebellion against God. Now, the law is not designed... Well, we're, we are broken. We, we can't follow the law. The law is too high for us. It's, that's its design. But what the law does do is it brings knowledge of sin. Through the law we can understand that we've broken the law. Romans chapter 3 verses 19 and 20 says this, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be closed and all the world may become accountable to God, because by the works of the law no flesh will be justified in his sight. For through the law comes the knowledge of sin. At one time, Paul says, you know, I wouldn't even know what sin was if it wasn't for the law. I mean, how do you know you've broken the rules if you don't know the rule book, right? You see, the law brings a knowledge of sin. It doesn't bring righteousness because we can't follow the law. We break it. Now, the law also brings a knowledge of sin, but it also brings about a, 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 a desire of our sinful passions. Paul says this in Romans 7, 5, For while we were in the flesh, the sinful passions, which were aroused by the law, were at work in the members of our body to bear fruit for death. In other words, think of it this way. If someone ever tells you, you can't have that piece of cake, what is it that you want? You want the piece of cake, right? Yeah. So if someone says, hey, you can only have one wife or one husband, what's our tendency? Oh, I wonder if that person is better than my spouse. Yeah, that's what we do. When we know the rules of God's law, it really kind of brings up the passion of sin. That doesn't mean the law is bad. It just, it kind of opens our eyes to, 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 to evil. The law doesn't produce righteousness in us. What the law does is it pronounces righteousness. Let me explain. In verse 10, Paul says this of Galatians 3, for as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. So we have to be perfect. okay? And then he says, Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous man shall live by faith. However, the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practices them shall live by them. 
So we have to practice the law completely. And in verse 10, what we find is trying to be righteous by keeping the law means that we actually are under a curse. The law tells us what we're doing wrong. We cannot be righteous by the law because we've, we've already broken it. Now, Paul is setting up an argument here to try to explain to these people in Galatia that you cannot add to the works of Christ. So, as we go on, we get to good news. I've given you bad news. You have to be perfect if you're going to follow the law. If you're going to work your way into heaven, you have to be perfect, which none of us are, so we're doomed already. We're under a curse. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. Verse 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. The good news is that Jesus redeemed people from the curse of the law. And he did so by hanging on a tree. A tree is a cross. Or a cross is a tree, I should say. He became a curse for us. Now to redeem means to rescue from loss or to set free. And that's what I was going to get to because I said that I used to be a sinner. I am a saint because I've believed in Jesus. Now that doesn't mean that I still don't, you know, that I, that I never sin. It just means my position has gone from sinner to saint. Yours can too. If you believe in Jesus, you can become a saint. And if you have believed in Jesus, you are a saint. You are set free from the law. You are rescued from this curse. You see, Christ set us free from the curse of the law. Furthermore, Jesus actually became sin for us because Paul says in here, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree in verse 13. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, he was despised of God. He became a curse for us. I hope you're listening to this because it's really good news. That means because Jesus was a cur was became a curse for us, that means that we can be blessed. And the blessing comes in what's called justification. Justification is pronouncing someone from being a sinner to a saint. That's what happens when someone becomes a believer. They are saved. And justification is available. That blessing is available. Let's look at verse 14. In order, you see it says that Jesus became a curse, um, redeemed us from the curse of the law, in order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Well, what is the blessing of Abraham? Um, righteousness. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. We can be righteous. We can go from being cursed to blessed. The, the law brings cursing, Christ brings blessing. And I don't mean material blessings. I'm talking about spiritual. We're talking about spiritual cursing, okay, where you die 
and you spend eternity without God. Through Christ, we have a spiritual blessing, which means we may not have much here on earth, but we have a life to come. We are saved, our sins are forgiven, and we can walk into God's presence through the blood of Christ. That's the blessing that we have. And this justification is only in Christ, and it is only through faith in Christ. You see, Paul says in verse 11, let me get back up there, verse 11, the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practices them shall live by them. That's verse 12. Let's go up to verse 11 like I meant to do. Verse 11 of Galatians 3 says that now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous man shall live by faith. So, what does this all mean? Well, if you are trying to please God with your own efforts, you are going to fail every single time. I would fail every single time. I'm not good enough to please God by my own efforts. I need to ride on the coattails of Jesus Christ who perfectly satisfied God's justice and paid for our forgiveness. I, I need to depend upon Him to be good enough for me. And when I do that, I can now be deemed as righteous. And I can live by faith. I come to Christ by depending upon Him for the forgiveness of my sins. I continue to live in Christ by depending upon Him for how to live. That's why it's so important to read the Bible so you know what God wants. So let me ask a question. It says here, the righteous man shall live by faith. How do you live? Are you living to try to work to please God by your own efforts? Have you given up trying to, 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 to even relate to God because you know that you're, you could never be good enough? Well, if you realize that you're not good enough, I'm so glad. <laughs> the reason why I'm so glad is because once you determine that you're not good enough, now you can understand that you need Christ to be righteousness for you. And the moment that you ask Him for His righteousness, He gives it to you. And He starts working in you. And He will direct you how to live. He does that through the Bible, by the way. So, if you're trying to live right now under your own efforts to please God, you're never going to win. You're never going to be righteous. Maybe you're following a religion that tells you all the things you have to do in order to be saved. Did you know that you can be free from that? Yeah. Maybe you go to a church and you think, Oh, uh, I have to be righteous. You know, I'm not, I, I can never be used of God because I'm not righteous. If you've believed in Jesus Christ, you are righteous. Not by your own efforts, but by God's efforts, by Christ's efforts. How do you live? 
Well, what I'm going to suggest to you is that you live by faith in Jesus Christ. And how do you do that? Well, first of all, you understand that you've broken God's laws, and, and you understand that Jesus lived a life that fulfilled God's law for you, that he died to pay for your sins, and he rose again from the dead, and he can give you a new life. And once you understand that and you turn to Christ and just pray to Him and just ask for His salvation, ask for the forgiveness that He offers, He'll give it to you. That's believing in Jesus. That's depending upon Jesus. That's what it means. And then afterwards, you continue to live by faith. And you read your Bible and you find out what God wants you to do and you submit to what he wants you to do that's living by faith how about you do you live by faith yeah if not won't you try it taste and see that the lord is good guys that's all i have for today i want to thank you for listening and um i am so overwhelmed by uh your support by how you uh, so kindly listen to me. And I, I just I just want to let you know that I appreciate you all. And if you want to continue to support Creation Anew, the best way to do that is, first of all, pray. Second of all, tell others about this podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. That helps a bunch, and I really appreciate you doing that. And there is a way that you can monetarily support. If you want to do that, uh, you can go to creationanew.com and you can look at resources that are there. And when you purchase a resource, you help out creationanew.com. But I want to let you know, please do not monetarily help this ministry unless you are taking care of your family and supporting your home church. Which kind of leads me to something. If you don't have a home church, I would like to invite you to the to either one of the two churches that I pastor. The first one is Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located at 5830 West Hurt, H-U-R-T Road, Monrovia, Indiana, 46157. The service times start at 10 o'clock. Just wear, wear what you got on. That'll, that'll do. We, we have a rule at Mount Pleasant. We have a clothing, uh, uh, like a, a dress code. Um, just wear clothes. That's all we ask. <laughs> and it, it, the service times there start at 10 o'clock. And if you like to get up later, well, I would invite you to come over to, um, to Community Church of Mooresville, located at 61 West Harrison Street. That's 61 West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana. 46518. Service times there start at 11.15 and we have the same dress code. Just wear clothes. So we would love to see you. If you don't have a home church, come on over and uh, and try us out. If you do have a home church that is teaching God's word, you stay right there. You support your pastor. You support your church. Well guys, until next time, bye bye.